Hi, my name's Ben Yates, and welcome to Bed's Blab, an experiment in amateur podcasting in Bedfordshire. This is a series of short shows where I get the chance to interview interesting people living and working in the county of Bedfordshire, United Kingdom. Along the way, your host learns valuable lessons in amateur podcasting. My guest in this episode is a Bedfordshire woman committed to helping young people achieve their goals. Hi there, so my name is Ben Yates. Uh, I'm here and I'm with Helen McKeon. Yes. Helen, you are your work as part of Develop. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your role? My role, so I am officially an IAG advisor, so right. um, an information advice and guidance advisor. That's the official role, but then yeah. it does interchange. Sometimes I, we're a CEIAG advisor. Um, but I like to think of myself as a careers advisor because it, I think that says what it does, really. Um, yeah. Not everybody's familiar with IAG or CEIAG. Yeah, it's just changed, isn't so it? I remember it, it, does. it used to be IG, now the CE bit's added a bit, hasn't it? It, yeah. it has, yeah. There's quite a big difference because the IAG is very much around the telling and the giving of information. <clears throat> information advice and guidance is is really having a bank of resources and being able to share that those resources with the learner. Whereas the CEIAG is very much about developing the skills within a learner. Um, so it could be um, developing the skills within interviews, um, searching for jobs, labour market information, so understanding the world of work. And then developing um, sort of really... Uh, independence in looking for jobs and not just relying on somebody else but actually having the lifelong skills to be able to go out there and and follow through on a career plan right yeah and what got you into how did you become a IAG advisor and why did you want to do it oh well uh, an advice role I think is is um something that I wanted to go into um I qualified in 2012 as a career counsellor, so it was slightly different. It was more of a holistic approach, thinking about the whole person and their personal life. But then I sort of found that actually schools were interested, were getting interested in careers advice and investing a bit more money in careers advice. So I did the level six in careers advice, and um, and that's where I sort of found myself heading, working with young people. Um, and ultimately, it's about giving them the information to be able to then make choices and to be able to be realistic about what they can do with their life. Um, so I think it's, you know, knowledge is power and that's what everybody, you know, will, will always say. But actually, if they don't know where to go for this knowledge, it's very difficult for young people out there at the moment. Um so, yeah, give them the, be- the best life chances that they can. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. You don't have to name names, Helen, but any kind of standout uh, kind of moments in as being an IAG advisor that um, you're really particularly proud of? Or... Well, the Children in Need project has given me, um, a diff- I would say, um, a different type of learner. Um, so I'm, I was quite used to working with the study programme learner, and I found that... Um, everybody has their own achievements but the children in need project I can see that the the learners grow within a short space of time so they have nine weeks and you can see the difference in those nine weeks whereas with the study program maybe it's a bit more subtle Um, but by the end of you know the nine weeks with the with the with the children in need they have a destination whereas at the beginning of that nine weeks they didn't have 
so I think it's a it's a bit cliche but it's about making that difference and um, and seeing the change in those in those learners so yeah I enjoy both I enjoy both so the the achievement is for me is is I think at the end having the learner having a destination a positive destination to go on to that sort of yeah makes it worthwhile Brilliant. how do you get to be an IG advisor I would say you need first of all to have a, a great deal of work experience yourself um, to be able to understand the processes of, of looking for work, applying for work, all of the different options available. So it's really about education, education about the world of work. Um, and then also having a genuine interest in things like politics, because there's a lot of changes um, uh, with the Gatsby benchmarks, with the government bringing in the sort of setting very high standards within schools so keeping up to date with with chain political changes um because i think you know as a career careers advisor if you were to just do the qualification you can start at a level two you can then go on to say a level four and a level six but without a genuine interest behind it and having the the research and 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 you know sort of passion for understanding what's going on um then you probably wouldn't do a great job so the route is to do a qualification, but alongside that, have lots of experience yourself, okay. if that answers the question. Yeah, that, that does. Thank you, Ellen. And then, last maybe one question is, what do you think is maybe the top skill you feel you need to be a good, successful IG advisor? Hmm. Well, it's that's a difficult one, I would say. Knowledgeable, but also have showing empathy, being able to show empathy and understanding to um, a learner's situation. So, um, you know, not not sort of judge, non-judgmental is the main thing. Um, and once you've developed that trust with a learner, then they will start to open up and talk honestly about what they think about their career, how they feel, how they see themselves. Um, and without that I think it's a bit of a, a waste of time so ha- developing the rapport with somebody and that trust is a key skill lovely well Helen thank you for your time today enjoy the rest of your day thank you Ben the music featured is called Love Chances by Mackay Beats from the Free Music Archive website full details can be found in its podcast show notes